0: Namaste everyone and welcome to the Jai Bhakti Yoga podcast where we share information on all things yoga, Ayurveda, and well-being lifestyle. I am excited to share these resources, insights, interviews, and so much more as we grow together on this wonderful journey of well-being. I am your host Christina Andrini founder of Jai Bhakti Yoga Foundation and JBYU School of Yoga and Ayurveda. I'd like to invite you to subscribe to our blog on Tumblr as well as to follow us on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook and all the fun social media channels where we share some of the tips and insights and resources from our podcast and vice versa on here. Now let's go ahead and begin with today's episode. Hello, hello and welcome. So this week we are focusing on diet and nutrition and why it's so important to sustain a healthy and balanced diet. As you're integrating it into your daily routine and I know that we've talked about this in the past before diet according to your doshas but this week we are going to be focusing on a few points the first point is the basic principles of digestion the second point that we will be working on is what is our agony and the third is ama so how we sustain these daily routines is also really important on the nutrition that we take in later in the week I'll be talking about how we remove the ama or the toxicity that we've built up over the last few years and I will also provide you with recipes based on your respective dosha on how to eliminate this and also give you some more resources that will make it easier for you what you want to know is that as you're progressing and adding everything into your daily routine teens week by week do everything 1% at its time so as to not get overwhelmed with anything now I do want to mention that um, there's this beautiful Ayurvedic proverb that I feel is so important and worth sharing and it says without proper diet medicine is of no use without proper diet medicine is of no use with proper diet medicine is of no need with proper diet, medicine is of no need. And so we've learned over our teachings and studies together over the past few weeks that as Hippocrates has said, that everything manifests in the gut. Food is medicine and so This is part of the Sharakh Samhita, which is the literature that we have in the Ayurveda tradition that we utilize for everything and everything. It's our go-to for your health, which you can also find online. I have it already posted up for you on our blog. If you go over to jbyfnola.org and you go over to the blog that's titled Diet According to Your Dosha, you'll find all of these resources there for you as well. And so food sustains the life of living beings. All living beings in the universe require food. Complexion, clarity, good voice, longevity, creativity, happiness, contentment, nourishment, strength, and intellect all depend on food. Actions performed for worldly achievement, attainment of heavenly life, and enlightenment are all dependent on food, and this is in the Sharakh Samhita, chapter 27347 three five zero. A balanced and complete nutrition and diet is going to consist of the following. First, we wanna promote a balanced, healthy diet, and we wanna look at what we're taking in. So if you go into your kitchen, and you notice that there's a lot of things that are, um, processed and packaged or frozen, this is where we wanna start making some adjustments. In Ayurveda, we really focus on having fresh foods that are not frozen, so everything is has most prana in it. We wanna have as most life and vitality in the foods that we consume. Our fruits should be not raw, but warmed so that they're softened to match the intake of our bodies and that way we're not creating any imbalances or vitiations in our practice we know and in the tradition of our of our practice we have like increases like and this is known as the balance of samanya and vishesh in ayurveda like increases like so if you're hot and you're in hot and heat you're going to increase the heat if you take something cool the opposite will either decrease or increase whatever it is that you're consuming or taking in. Like that, the environment that you're in will also impact the food and the nourishment that you're receiving, and it will also um, either increase or decrease or eliminate your digestive fire altogether, depending on the environment. If something came through to you or you were looking at your phone and something that was not so pleasant came through for you as you're about to consume your food, If you tend to be more vata, then you may lose your appetite altogether. If you tend to run more pitta, then the food that you will consume will have a a, a darker energy to it, and you will start to feel a little bit of some acid reflux, or you might even feel some pains in your belly after you consume your nourishment. And so I just wanted to preface that so that you have an idea as to how Ayurveda uh, honors the intention behind what we eat, because what we eat is who we become. It is part of our datus. The end result of our metabolic processes is the ojas or the vitality that we see that glow that illuminates through our skin. Balanced health promoting diet together with balanced digestion and metabolism creates a balanced and complete nourishment. Food that is fresh, is in season that's another thing we want to keep in mind you want your foods to be in season so for example if say maybe eating organic is a little bit outside of your scope then at least eat the foods that are within the season maybe go to a farmer's market or go somewhere to a local whole foods or a sprouts or somewhere that you are able to get seasonal foods at a nice affordable price that you can integrate for you and your family and then you also want it to be naturally cultivated with full of vitality so the less pesticides on the foods the better again you are consuming from the energy from the animal the energy from the plants the pesticides that they are be consuming what they're being nourished in within the soil all of that is going into your bodies and it's affecting something that's going on in there Digestion, uh, digestive systems that is capable of processing all suitable foods and substances without wear and tear are aging. And this will equal that balanced digestion, which there in turn translates into what is your mel- metabolic processing. And this has to do a lot with Agni. And if you go over to our blog, we also have one that goes over what your Agni is and if your Agni is in balance. So it's something to check out for you as well. and. The Agni is your digestifier. It is the intelligence. And we have quite a few of them, which we'll be talking about in a later episode. It's pretty in depth, but we have what's known as Jatara Agni, which is your main Agni. And the main one that oversees all the other 13 of them. This will help you as you are putting the food into your body and it's processing the food, digesting the food, nourishing the body, and then through the process of elimination. So we have three doshas that are present within the body. And most of you that have been journeying along with me are pretty familiar at this point with Vata, Pitta and Kapha, just to do a high level overview, according to the Hridayam, which is another one of our books that we use in Ayurveda, in the Shustrasanan 1.7, it says, though, uh, though present all over the body, Vata is found mainly below the umbiculus, which is, down here in the, in the lower belly region here. So we're gonna have vata, this is the vata region of the body, the lower part of the region. Pitta is found between the heart and the belly button area, the umbilicus, And then kapha is found above the heart. So kapha takes over this um, area. So when we are consuming the foods, it's good to know where they are being nourished. Where is this nourishment fanning out to? each of the doshas respectively have their own methodology and their own agnis of how things are spread out throughout the body. And so home in Sanskrit is known as, um, home is the, the basis in Sanskrit for our, for our um, doshas. And so we go with vata, Vata location waist down and it has a lot to do with the colon. So prostate cancer, anything that has to do with the lower region of the body, this is all Vata imbalance. So it's really important to go and look back at how to balance out Vata. If you are working through this area of the body, it's from the waist down responsible for transportation, movement and communication. Pitta dosha, It's located in the abdominal area, the abdomen area. It is your fire. And this is going to be in the small intestines and the stomach, more of the upper, the the lower part of the stomach. And it's responsible for your metabolic processes. It's responsible for digestion. And it's also responsible for transformation. It transforms everything once it gets processed, right? Then we have kapha and kapha dosha is located in the chest, in the head and in the neck area in this region. And it's mostly the home of it's gonna be in the chest of Kafa. And this is where we have all of the feelings, all the feely feels, as well as this is responsible for structure cohesion and lubrication. So it has a lot of these types of qualities to it. The relationship between the sun and Agni. So this is why it's important that as you're creating your daily routines, that you're also understanding that your biggest meal should be in the middle of the day. The biggest meal should be in the middle of the day, because that's when the sun is at its peak performance, It's at its highest. And this is also when the body, the physiology, is at its peak performance and it's at its highest. So this is where your body is able to process as much as possible in the middle of the day. This is why you wanna have your biggest meal in the middle of the day according to the sharak samita it says that our inner digestive intelligence or agni is said to be connected intimately with the sun the sun and its nourishing enlivening power gives life and in the same way our agni or digestive fire gives life to all the cells of our body the strength and condition of our agni influences our experience of health to a great degree and this is really true and it's really important so when we are not in a good space mentally physically or emotionally that's going to affect how we digest our food if we're in a not so pleasant mindset then the food that we eat is not going to be so pleasantly digested so really keep in mind your environment who your your company is and what you're consuming three main points now as we go into this last portion for today because i know it could be a lot when we go into diet and digestion um, we're going to break it up throughout the week so the next time that you see me i will be in another place in in the world and i will be sharing from what we are experiencing and eating from this environment that we will be uh, consuming our meal in so that you can understand a little bit more about um, that processy of having a pleasant environment when you're consuming your food. Now, the imbalanced digestion is known to become Agni, which leads to indigestion. So if any of you suffer from indigestion, heartburn, acid reflux, you're gonna wanna listen to this, okay? There's three main causes of indigestion. The first one is eating, eating wholesome and unwholesome items mixed together. So if you're mixing organic and non-organic products together, then this is going to be uh, causing, it's just a non-ethical balance. So what ends up happening is like you're putting dirt on something clean when you're washing clothes and the dirt ends up getting on all of the clothes and you don't put any soap in there. And so everything just gets dirty and nothing gets washed. That's pretty much the first aspect of it. The second one is eating too much or too little or before or after the proper time. So if you're overeating and you're filling up to the point where you have uh, no more space, you're like, wow, I got to unbutton my button. So this is when we're overeating, and that also can create a lot of indigestion, especially upward movements of flatulence as well, and also um, bloating. So keep that in mind. Also, you don't want to eat right before bed, because when you do that, your body has a hard time processing the food during the nighttime, which will then affect how you eliminate in the morning. So try to eat about two hours before your bedtime and reduce any midnight snacking, because I know some of us really enjoy doing that. So really reduce that as best as you can 1% at a time. Little by little, poco a poco, everything will fall into place. And the third aspect of indigestion is eating before the previous meal is digested. So if you had your meal and you were completely fine and you're good to go, a friend of yours asks you out to go eat dinner with them and you're still not hungry, Don't force yourself to eat something with them, hold the space and be present with them, but don't force yourself to eat something just because you're at the restaurant. You are actually gonna cause your body more harm than good when you do those things. And it's really important to understand that you are creating ama. This is a buildup in the body that's creating toxins. And so then we would wanna purify the body so to eliminate that create more space for the process of digestion to occur and this way your vitality can return you will feel more uplifted lighter freer more vibrant as opposed to feeling really heavy sluggish tired because this has a lot to do with the type of agni that's affected once we get into those spaces of vitiation if vata agni is vitiated or loss of appetite altogether or forgets to eat, stuff like that, then this is known as vishama agni. And if your digestive fire is overproductive or you might have a little bit of acid reflux going on, then Tikshna agni may be aggravated and that's related to pitta. And if you are also having more of a sluggish digestion, very dull, then this is related to the kapha dosha. And we go over this in way more depth in our uh, blog that we have posted on your digestive fire fire according to your dosha your digestive agni so check that out as well so i'm going to leave you with a couple of things here there's other causes of digestion which i would like for you to consider if you're big on doing these practices really be mindful of them because this is going to help you as you are putting together your routine If you celebrate Ekadashi festivals, Ekadashi days, which are the days of the lunar cycles, 11 days after the full moon, 26 days after the full moon, then you will probably be participating in a pretty significant fast. Also, if you practice Ramadan or any of the fasting holiday traditions, this is something that you want to keep in mind. Fasting is done consciously. And so we don't just fast to lose weight, we fast because there's a a meaning and a significance behind it and it's part of a purification. And if we're eating during indigestion, we're overeating, we're irregular eating, or intake of unsuitable foods, maybe foods are too heavy or too cold, too rough or contaminated, then chances are most of all of these issues are going to create more indigestion in the body, which then progresses on its pathogenesis to acid reflux and other diseases that we just don't really like to be around so we want to really give ourselves this honor and just eliminate any fasting if we don't need to do it if you are going to be fasting really speak to your medical provider before you do that because you are truly impacting your body's diet and nourishment and the datus your tissues when you do these things and if you are on medications you can actually be um Working uh, against the efficacy of whatever medications that you're, that need that nourishment that you're supposed to be putting in to sustain it. So, fasting is something that we will talk about on a totally other day because it's a long topic to cover, but it's definitely something I want you to keep in mind. Be conscious about the fasting that you do. If you're doing a juice fast, you're gonna to have to take it really easy when you're coming back into a regular meal fast or regular meal when you're breaking your fast because your body doesn't wanna be shocked out of all fluids and then all of a sudden they're solid. So everything is again a natural progression for this transition. The symptoms of indigestion according to Ayurveda, it is 90% of all imbalances which are psychologically and psychological which affect the physiological physiology. I cannot talk today. <laughs> Stasis of food in the digestive tract, malice, headaches, fainting, um, giddiness, stiffness in the back and waist, yawning, aching in the body, thirst, fever, vomiting, anorexia. Um and anorexia can be not even um, aware of. There could be some people that just don't eat because they don't they don't mean to not eat. they just are so busy they forget to eat and then all of a sudden they get hungry. So anorexia can be unintentional as much as intentional and um, or a general improper uh, digestion of food can all cause symptoms of in um indigestion, which lead to aMA. And then aMA is our, Buildup up in our bodies, specifically, this could be more categorized as plaque in the shrotas, in the channels that is built up over time. And so this type of plaque, these undigested food particles, impurities are a result of this indigestion or in Sanskrit, we call this ajrin, A-J-I-R-N. And this is where we we'll now speak to someone like myself, an Ayurvedic health consultant and our colleagues and, and our team here that will help you to start your process of purification to clear out the shrotas, so that you're able to then return to a well-balanced diet and enliven that inner intelligence and feel that vitality come through once again. So symptoms, according, symptoms of ama according to the Ayurvedic literature are blocked channels, deranged strength, heaviness, vata is disturbed, it's not moving properly, you might find yourself being a little bit more lazy, there's a capacity to work, but there's no enthusiasm, there's indigestion, there's repeated spitting, constipation, and no taste for food, there's mental and there's physical fatigue. This obstructs the channels, it causes complications, it can cause major blockages in the body, disrupting the uh, indigestion or the the uh, the Agni, I'm sorry, disrupting the Agni to flow and sustain its intelligence. Also, keep in mind that that heaviness can also be from Kapha because that can also be kapha moving into one of the spaces of vata or pitta that will also reduce the digestive fire for whatever you're consuming. Now, I do wanna leave you with a fun fact before we go, because this week we'll be done diving into the five step process to eliminate ama from the body, which I'm super excited to share about because I know all of you need it, I need it, we need it. It's such a great topic to talk about. So, especially because now we're transitioning from summer into fall, so we're gonna be doing a fall, summer to fall cleanse. So this will be something to keep in mind. But what I do wanna leave you with is a fun fact. Eat your dessert first. Eat your dessert first, because your dessert tends to be heavier, which will dull your Agni. And then when you consume your hot meal, it will stoke up the fire of your Pitta, of your digestion of Jatara Agni, and you will then be able to process your food and go through elimination without having any issues. Again, and this is kind of like my fun way of saying it, you can always eat your dessert, but you, and, and you can't always save your dessert for later, but you definitely can save your meal for later. Ayurveda does not recommend that you eat leftovers, but you can eat them within 24 hour scope of time so i'll leave you with that y'all thank you so much for tuning in today and listening listening to the replay popping in and out go over to our website i actually have provided you a ayurveda diet and nutrition workbook it's completely free for you so just go over to jbyfnola.org go over to our free resource library, go ahead and just grab that bad boy. And you can see all of the foods that will be very beneficial for you to start balancing out your diets. And also I will be popping up throughout the week, a couple of recipes that will help you as you are beginning to transition into your new diet and nutrition routine, which will be layered into everything else that you've been doing over the last few weeks. Namaste, y'all. I'll see you very soon, live from Paris in just a few days. And much love and namaste and be well. Thank you all so much for participating in today's wonderful podcast. As always, it's such a joy and an honor to share in the space with all of you and hold the space together as a collective. I invite you to support my life's work on Teachable. For those of you that would like continuing education units, Teachable will be go-to for your membership i'm looking forward to growing together and meeting you all please be sure to follow me on instagram and introduce yourself i would love to follow you back and subscribe to our youtube channel for free classes that are posted weekly looking forward to our next chat together and i'll see you online in person in an immersion or on this podcast see you soon from my heart to yours Much love and Namaste.